1: Kevin Folger, and we want to welcome you today to Labors in the Harvest podcast. And uh, once again, we're thankful that you've joined us. If this is your first time, or maybe you're a return uh, listener, we're grateful to have you today. We start a new uh, conversation today with another friend, and I'm grateful to uh, welcome to Labors in the Harvest podcast Dr. Mark Rasmussen, who uh, is currently a vice president at West Coast Baptist College. And he's been a friend of mine for a number of years, and I'm grateful to have him with us today. Dr. Rasmussen, thank you so much for joining me in Labors in the Harvest.
2: It's an honor to be on, sir. Got to no. talk to you.
1: It's my pleasure for sure. And uh, of course, as I've shared with you, we just are going to have a conversation about your life and uh, the ministry that God has uh, given to you. So if you don't mind just kind of sharing with us uh, t- today, um, uh, just a little bit about your. Life. Take a moment and introduce your 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 family, your wife, uh, your children, and, and what's going on in their lives at this moment.
2: I'll be glad to.
1: Um,
2: I was born into a pastor's family. My dad at that time was teaching at Bob Jones University. And when I was about two or three, he moved to California, where he was an assistant pastor for two years. And so then he moved to take a position where he stayed for over 50 years at the Faith Baptist Church in Kodoga Park. Uh, so I was privileged to grow up in a pastor's home. Uh, my parents decided after having me in a public school for one year, kindergarten, that was enough. So they started a Christian school for me, uh, literally, uh, the next year, which is kindergarten, first and second grade. I was in first grade. My mom was a first grade teacher. My mom was a principal. and My dad was the administrator, uh, which meant that I was a recipient of double jeopardy, even though it was against <laughs> the law. Uh, when I got in trouble at school, I got in trouble at home. But I went to uh, Christian school there, first grade through 12th grade. I went off to Uh, Christian liberal arts college uh, was studying business and my dad said I want you to go to Bible college for a year and uh, quite honestly I wasn't real keen on the idea my clothes were at that school in South Carolina my books were there I had a girlfriend there I had a job there but I was also aware of the fact that God says honor thy father and thy mother that thy needs to be long upon the land and uh, I finally at the last moment literally with days to go without even having the application in, uh, traveled off to a Bible college. And that was a huge decision. Uh, my second semester there, I surrendered to full-time Christian work. My second year there, I got called to preach. And I ended up getting hired there and stayed there a uh, total of 14 years. And then after that, uh, we, we left there. I went to uh, Powell, Tennessee, where I helped Dr. Sexton found the Crown College. Uh, we served as the vice president there for seven years. And then. Uh, 24 years ago, actually, we'll start our 25th year this August, we came out to Lancaster to serve under the direction of Pastor Paul Chapel at West Coast Baptist College, and that's been a, a wonderful journey, a great time. Uh, I have three children. Uh, my oldest daughter, Amy, uh, serves at a camp at place in a church in North Carolina. Uh, she's 38, and uh, she has involved a lot of mercy-type things. She has a prison ministry. Uh, she does a number of different things there. Uh, she's been a foster mom. My second daughter is two years younger. Her name is Elisa. She's 36. And Elisa and her husband, Jay Balu have been serving for almost 10 years now in the country of Thailand, uh, where they have planted a church. They're there with their four children. So all four of my grandchildren live about 8,500 miles away. <laughs> and we're hoping, uh, despite COVID, to maybe see them at Christmas. We haven't been able to see them for a number of years uh, because of COVID. And then our youngest child, his name is Mark. And uh, Mark is 28, was married about two and a half years ago. Uh, He served at a church plant for about a year and a half, and he's praying about God's next step in his life. He's currently living in Oregon and is involved in um, home wholesaling with a couple of friends and um, praying about what to do. He's helped lead music at uh, one camp this summer. He's doing that again down in San Diego for Jason Brown, I believe in August, and uh, just praying for a direction in his life. So that's kind of a thumbnail sketch of our family.
1: Well, it's um, obviously it's easy. Um, as the Bible says, we can tell our life as a tale that's told in just a few moments. And and yet there's yep. some uh, history there. And so we, we want to kind of back up a little bit, if we may. Uh, sure. you talk to me a little bit about your current ministry responsibilities at West Coast. What is it exactly you oversee there at the college? And and uh, I know that you're involved in the church uh, side of it as well. So if you'd share that a little bit with our listeners.
2: Yes, sir. Pastor, is our vice president of operations, day-to-day operations. So Uh, Although we have a chief financial officer, I work with the finances of the college, I work with uh, job placement with the college, of course I have people who help me with all these things, I oversee the security, I oversee the dining hall, I oversee uh, um, the post office, I oversee a number of different things in that area. Um, And then I I still teach full time, I'm teaching uh, four classes each term this first semester, and uh, I teach classes, I teach the book of Genesis every semester, I've taught that over 60 times. I teach U.S. history every year. I am. I enjoy that. I teach some education classes as well, and my wife helps me. My wife, who is uh, has been teaching for years, in the area of computers and cooking is slowing down a little bit, and she's going down just to teach two cooking classes this year. Uh, in the church, I've had the privilege of teaching the auditorium Sunday school class now, uh, going into my twenty-fourth year for that. Um, one year, I helped with a singles department when I first came. The pastor gave me his former Sunday school class. Uh, this is a, a lot of dear people there. Uh, it's supposed to be 60 and over. So four years ago, I got old enough to join my own Sunday school class. That's been a blessing. <laughs> and uh, it's it's not always easy because obviously with that class, there's uh, illness issues. I'm dealing with a man I helped bring to Christ who right now is diagnosed with stage four cancer. And he's me promised to come off the road and come to his funeral if he passes. I promised him I would do that. Mm-hmm. But it's been a real joy to have these people just as friends and uh, over the last 23 years of starting our 24th year with them. And we, we love doing that. Susan is great. Uh, she loves to sit down and talk to people for half an hour, an hour. I'm not quite as patient with that as she loves to bake for them and she'll make mini loaves of poppy seed bread or banana bread or cookies and just take them and go visit with people. And so she's my right hand and my left hand in there. Basically uh, I write the lessons, I teach the lessons and then, Uh, I will write letters and cards to them, but she really does the day-to-day operations of the class. Mm -hmm. I'm blessed to have a couple of men who help me when I'm gone. I travel all summer for the college, and Brother Gary Williams, who passed for 35 years in St. Joe, Missouri, teaches before me when I'm gone, as does Dr. George George Crabb, who heads the counseling department of our college. uh, And he worked with RU for many years, was in Rockford, with Brother Kingsbury, and then down in uh, the Fort Myers area with Brother Lytell. He's moved to Lancaster and uh, is helping us with our counseling program while still serving as a doctor at uh, Kaiser Hospital. So that gives you a little bit of idea of some things I
1: do here. Well, it's yeah. uh, of course, as I go back in my mind, um, I've known of you for years because um, my uh, youngest sister, Vicky, I think, worked on the staff uh, at Hiles Anderson College when you were serving there. And uh, so she spoke of you, but I don't think I really had the opportunity to really meet you until uh, you were serving at, at the Crown College there in, in Powell, Tennessee, when we brought yes, our son, Peter, uh, and uh, he was looking at colleges. And, and I think you helped solidify uh, that college in his heart and in his mind. And it was a real blessing. And so you've encouraged our family for a number of years, Dr. And I sure appreciate that. Oh, surely
2: that's an honor. And I think so highly of your son. And I was literally talking to someone yesterday encouraged them uh, to have their son and daughter-in-law go to Cleveland Baptist. I said, you will love Peter Folgers. He's a great preacher. And I said, if I were in that area, that's where I would go to church. Yeah. And uh, I, I told that to someone literally yesterday on the phone. Uh, they have a, a son and daughter-in-law going to church somewhere in the Cleveland area. Okay. And I said, please try to go by and see that church. So, yeah. uh, but well, thank you for that.
1: Well, again, uh, you know, God's done a good good work in our family, and of course, uh, he, he uses people uh, along life's way. So uh, let's go back and talk about uh, some of those early years of your life, and let's just take the next few moments, if you would. Um, sure. I'm going to just ask you, were you born in Greenville, uh, South Carolina? Is that where you were born? Or? Yes,
2: sir. I was actually born on the campus of Bob Jones University where my dad was a professor at that time.
1: Okay, and uh, so those were uh, some... And you would live there until you're about two or three years old? Is that what you said?
2: Two or three, yes, sir. Then he moved to California, worked for man by Dr. Bob Wells, okay. who had built a very large church at Anaheim, right, right by Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And my dad went to serve there. Actually, uh, interestingly enough, he, uh, he wanted to learn pastoral ministry, and they didn't have a position on staff. But the pastor said, if you'll come and teach the school for me, he goes, I'll teach you, and you can teach and start an adult Bible class. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my dad came out there, taught fourth grade, I believe, and he had two master's degrees at that time and had taught Bible doctrines at Bob Jones and obviously was teaching fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but during that time, he started an adult Sunday school class that in two years screwed over a hundred people. Wow. And when that happened, all of a sudden, a lot of people wanted him to be the pastor. And uh, <laughs> so he had about four or five opportunities and he chose Koga Park uh, in part because there was many new homes going up there. That was obviously the right decision. And, sure. uh, stayed there for half a century.
1: Well, you know, as I, I think about it, of course, um, you know, California back in the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, of course, was is a was a small segment of what it is today. So you saw right. saw a lot of growth out there in that Southern California region through the years, as far as just numerically, and I'm sure a lot of cultural changes as well. Yes, sir.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably leave that alone. Uh, <laughs> Talking about our current governor and the governors of Oregon, Washington, Michigan, and New York, uh, just tends to put somewhat of a dimmer on the day. So we'll we'll move on from there. Yeah, Yeah,
1: we'll we'll just kind of leave it there. That's for sure. So anyway, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Well, well, I think what I'm going to do is I think I want to wrap up our segment today, uh, Doctor Aron, and then of course we'll come back next week and pick up our segment. I want to thank our listeners for being a part of uh, Labor's and Harvest Podcast today. And again, we want to encourage you if you uh, enjoy this uh, podcast, share it with others, let other folks know about these conversations that I have with my friends and folks that are in the ministry, as we talk about the journey that God takes us on for those who have the privilege. Of course, we're all, if we're all saved we're all called to be laborers in God's harvest. We just serve you in better. different capacities. Yeah. So once again, we want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll come back and be a part of it next week.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's podcast. If you've been helped, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Please feel free to leave us a comment and or a rating. If you'd like more information about Kevin Folger, please visit his website, kevinfolger.com. We invite you to join us next time with more conversations with Kevin and his guests as they tell their story of being laborers in the harvest.